People make judgments and decisions based upon how they feel in many ways. So what impression are you making on your existing or potential customers and clients? Hello and welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation and I help ex-corporate professionals just like you to overcome the obstacles of growing your own business now that you're the boss. As a business and mindset coach, I know how easy it can be for you to get stuck, go round in circles or to make life harder than it needs to be. So that's why in each episode, I'll be sharing practical ways to make sure that you're designing the right business for you, showing you how you could rapidly transform your mindset and to give yourself permission to use the strategies that will really work best for your entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 166. The sun is shining here in Glasgow and I hate to say it, but it is just too hot. For me, when it's this hot, you need to be next to a swimming pool in holiday mode, just relaxing and not actually having to run around the place or just do normal things as well. So I hope you're enjoying the sunshine or the coolness, wherever you might be as well. And uh, today, I thought we can have a conversation around impressions because it's something that you're doing all of the time and I'm sure you're not even aware of it or you might not even think about it too much, but really it can impact your business in many, many ways, both positively, but also sometimes in a not so positive way as well. And that, as I say, is a worrying thing to an extent because we're often so close to our businesses and ourselves that we don't always see or think about the way other people might be seeing or thinking or feeling about us and our business. So let's dive into this juicy topic and conversation together in just a few seconds. But before we dive into that, I want to make sure that you've taken my free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could really be holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the rapid transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now. So why am I talking about this with you? Well, as you may know, if you've listened to any of my episodes, you get a great glimpse inside my life and my business through the wonders of this podcast. Because the episodes and the topics are mostly inspired by things that I am experiencing, have experienced, or also what my clients are going through and what they're experiencing as well. So let me take you on a journey with me. I am looking to renew my car because it's 
coming up to that time where this current car I've got is due to go back and I have started to think about, well, what's next? And even really thinking about, do I even need another car? Because with Shireen working from home now and me, we actually don't really need two cars, but there's something really inside me that goes, I don't want to share a car either. I know I'm being very selfish, but hey, so I thought, let me just go out there. Let me see what just takes my fancy, what could be the right next car for me. And I've had now two cars from the same dealership. It's the same make of car. And I love the car. There's nothing about it that's made me go, hmm, don't really like it. So my first preference in my mind was, let's just go and see what that manufacturer has available. What's our latest models? What could work now? Especially with three growing boys. So I reached out to the person that dealt with me on the last time got out of office to say that she's on maternity leave and I was like cool and she gave me her contact details on who to contact I reached out to them didn't hear back and I was like okay and then maybe a week passed and I thought oh, I've actually not heard from them so I picked up the phone and got through to reception got put through to the right department and got transferred to this person who I emailed and I was like, oh, how's things? And the response I got basically was, oh, things are so, 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 so busy here. And in the car industry, it's really, really busy. And she gave me a bit of a story and I was like, right, okay. And basically, I was booked to take my car into the garage to get something sorted in it. And I said to her, I was like, right, well, my car's booked in to come this day. And I said that I'm hardly in the city centre these days, so I'd like to coincide the dropping off the car to get sorted to basically come in to look at other cars and I know that in the world that we are living in that there's some restrictions in terms of obviously COVID and I basically asked well what do we have to do is the showroom open do you have to have an appointment she said yep you have to have an appointment so that somebody can take you into cars they're all locked at the moment and I was like right well perfect this is when I'm coming in do you have some time that day to see me? And she said, oh, that's a really, it's the end of the month and blah, blah, blah. And she gave me all her excuses. And I was just like, right, okay. She's like, oh yeah. And then we've got a meeting here and then so-and-so's off sick and so-and-so's on maternity. And I'm like, I don't really need to know all that. Do you know I mean? As a customer or, well, existing customer, but also a potential customer. So she said, well, we really can't do that. And I was like, well, I don't want to have two wasted trips. So I said, right, well, when can you see me? And then I can phone back the service department to see if I can basically swap my appointment to get the car in there. And she goes, oh, well, I'll be one of my colleagues that will then contact you. What I'll do is I'll drop you an email and I'll copy him in and then we can take it from there. So she actually did that. I got the email. He was copied in and crickets, nothing. And then I was like, Okay. And it just so happened then the service department phoned me and said, just confirming your appointment. And I was like, well, actually, I'm looking to change it, but I'm waiting to hear back from your salesperson. And so I ended up changing the date for like a couple of weeks time. And then I emailed this other sales guy who was copied into the email. And I said, I've changed my appointment. Here is when I'm coming in. They told me the car will have to be left with you all day. So what would suit you best on this day? in the morning when I drop it off or in the afternoon as I come to collect it. Nothing. 
no reply back. And I'm just like, what? Seriously, I've had two cars with them now, right? And basically they are going, hey, I want to potentially buy a car. And it's not like they haven't worked with me before. It's not like they might think I'm a bit of a tire kicker. They've actually had two sales already from me over the last, what, six years. And then I gave it a few days and I just got busy doing what I was doing. It was still kind of in my inbox. And then I went back and I went, okay, just confirming this, is this still on? I mean, are you available? And he actually sent a bit of a really short reply to say, oh, well, yes, I thought you were just coming in that day. And I was like, well, yeah, but I gave you two options. Your colleague said I had to book an appointment. So I wanted to see, is the morning better or the afternoon? By this point, my diary and things have changed. And I said, well, I can only now make it in the morning. So I'll see you at that time, unless you come back and say it doesn't suit you. So long story short, went in, met the guy again, just try to build a rapport and he was just a bit like oh yeah things are so so busy tell me about the car industry and how apparently there's a shortage of semiconductors at the moment which means that there's huge huge delays and backlogs and basically it's a nightmare for selling anything at the moment and I was like right okay looked at some cars and basically then said to him right well this particular model I'd like to kind of get a bit of an idea of what the prices deals etc are like and he's like okay perfect let me look at that. I'll drop you an email with the details. And that's about a week ago. And you've guessed it, I've heard nothing. And what impression does that give you even listening to this, right? And for me, it's frustrating because actually, I still really like that particular manufacturer of cars, but actually I'm really disappointed of the experience with this particular dealership and the fact that I'm going, well, why would I even want to give them my sale? I would prefer to now actually go to their competitor effectively in the other side of Glasgow and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. What deals do you have? And would you prefer a sale? Because honestly, this other dealership or these particular sales executives don't actually seem like they want any sales. They're basically putting all the barriers up in that way. And to the same extent that actually after I left that car garage and I was walking towards the city centre... I actually went into their basically competitor, a different car manufacturer. And I had one of these cars many, many years ago. I was so excited about getting that car and I got it. I loved it, really loved it until basically they had problems and the engine management light came on. And I just remember after spending thousands of pounds on getting it fixed or trying to get it fixed, really blasé, the technical guy, the mechanic, basically said, oh yeah, you've got some black sludge in your engine. You might need to replace the whole engine just so calm and coolly, like as if that was just like, you need to fix a tyre. And I just remember after that experience, I thought, oh, I don't think I'd go and get that kind of car again. But because of the experience that I just had with my current car manufacturer, as I walked by their garage, I went, well, maybe... I could give them a second chance and I went in and I had a very different experience from them. The sales guy was very, very open, conversational, helping, guiding, did some quotes for me at that point, reached out afterwards and I just remember, right, well, this is a person who literally is leaving a good first impression and I even walked away thinking, well, maybe I would give that brand another chance because actually maybe it was just an anomaly that my particular car that I had needed the engine (laughs) potentially fixed as well. 
So I know I've just spent the last few minutes telling you about this experience, but really impressions make a huge, huge difference. I had a great impression for the car manufacturer that I've had the last two cars from, but the impression's going down and down and down. And actually in business, your existing customers are those that really should and could be the easiest for you to keep that impression and repeat business and loyalty. And actually, they're just doing a really crappy job around it as well. But this isn't about cars. It's about you and your business, because in many, many ways, you are giving an impression around your business. I am giving an impression around my business and every interaction with potential clients, existing clients, collaborators, other people out there that I might be working or have some interaction with. So I really want you to think about what impression are you giving other people? And think about some of the touches that you are involved in. And by that, I mean conversations and interactions, but also think about the things that you are influencing, but you're not directly involved in, i.e. your website, your marketing, what you put out there. They're basically given an impression that actually you're not in the conversation around directly in that time. Does that make sense? And I remember, again, I've had many, many versions of my website since starting my business in 2007. And a good, good few years ago, I remember getting a photo shoot and I changed my website and had this, what I thought was a really cool picture. I still think it was a cool picture. It was me standing against this wall, pretty Dragon's Den-like, and it looked really cool. It looked slick. It looked professional. And I had it there for a good few months. And then it was only after a trusted friend, peer, business colleague, we're having a conversation and I really respected her take on things. And she would always refer people to me. And in a conversation, I asked her for some feedback about the website. And she's like, yeah, okay." And she goes, oh, whenever I refer people to your website, I always say to them, just ignore his first picture. He's not really like that. And I was like, what? And I was quite shocked. I was like, what do you mean? That's me. And she's like, no, what I mean is when I say to them, is like, he's really caring. He's really nurturing. He's just really open. But your picture actually doesn't really convey that. And when I looked at the picture, I went, you are absolutely right. That picture, I was quite cold. I was kind of looking down on that person. It was quite standoffish in that way. But I didn't really think about that before. But what impression were people who didn't know me getting if that was the first time that they came across me or they were referred to my website. Well, that's what they could have thought. So I quickly changed that and it's always stuck in my mind in terms of how things like that we can sometimes overlook or we could try and be quite clever, but actually not really put across the impression that really is who we are and what you want people to know about you. And then I love learning and I'm always developing and investing in myself. So I'm part of a program currently where I'm looking at, well, what's the next level and steps in my business? And part of it was looking at some of your brand work. And again, I was like, oh, I've kind of done this, but I thought, no, let's do it again. And as part of it, it was looking at what words you use, what words your clients would use. And for me, words that came up were trusted because clients are always asking me in terms of, from a mentoring perspective, what's your thoughts on this? I really trust your opinion on things. 
And from a credible perspective, again, many clients have told me that they love the fact that I'm not just in the business of helping people grow their business. I also have my other clients as well. I'm also working in a business perspective. So I really can help them in terms of navigate the ins and outs of negotiation and deals because I'm really in the thick of it myself. It's not just theory and also the credibility around some of the tools and my experience and qualifications from Wealth Dynamics and NLP, for example. And ultimately, most people, when they feed back to me, is like, you actually genuinely care about me, my business. And that's why many clients, when they get to the next level in the business, they're often coming back to say, right, can you help me with this next? Or if they get stuck, it's like, all right, actually, I really would love you to be in my corner. So some of the other words that popped up for me in this exercise that I was doing was being really approachable, being really grounded and down to earth. One thing that I can't stand is people thinking, oh, that person's like a guru, they know everything. It's far from the way that I am and the way that I would want anybody to think about me as well. Instead, it's about, well, actually, I'm really in your corner. I'm there to support you. I'm there to kick your backside when you need it. I'm there to keep you accountable when you need it. I'm there to help guide you through challenges and opportunities in that sense and really share with you my experience, my knowledge, my practical way of doing it so that you don't go down paths that might not be the best for you based upon your entrepreneurial superpower or based upon your goals in that sense. And ultimately, integrity is so important to me. So I had all these words that really came to the surface from feedback that I've had. I looked through testimonials. I then looked at what flavor do I put into what I do. I like things to be really high quality. I like things to be quite fun as well. You always hear me talk about things that I'm interested in, like Harry Potter and magic and a fan of coffee, for example, right? So all these things are just how I am when I'm working with clients. But then the real interesting thing happened was I have been updating some things in my business. And one of my main ways that I really help to give people value is through the rapid transformation formula, my quiz, which is free to take and is just been updated. So actually, at the time of listening to this, you can redo the quiz or take it for the first time and you get a personalized report that really goes into in detail. And I had started to work on this latest version of that and written some of the report, etc. But when I looked at it, what really flabbergasted me was my language, my tone of voice was actually quite cold in it. It was like, a, here's your results. What does this mean? This is what you need to do. And I was like, well, actually, that's not me communicating in the way that I would if we were having a conversation around your results of taking that free quiz. And then when I looked at the words around my brand and what's important to me, I was like, am I really showing the caring side, the trusted side there, the grounded, approachable, down to air side? And I was like, mm, there's definitely room for improvement. So I'm sharing this in a very vulnerable way, in a very open way with you to just allow you to think about some of the things that you might be doing with the best intention, 
but actually you might be leaving who you really are out of it. And ultimately, what is that potentially doing to the impression that you might be giving to other people, as I say, existing customers, previous customers, collaborators, whatever way that you want to think about it, but instead, actually weave that in your tone of voice, your who you really are, into whatever you're doing. And that's where the real impressions can make a huge difference. So that could be things that you could be influencing without actually having direct conversations. So again, have a look at your website and go, is it conveying the type of brand and who I am to people that don't even know me? Is it got that professional feel? Does it seem quite homemade? Whatever it might be. And again, make sure it fits with your brand and and what you are about and what you want to be about as well. And then think about the things that you're doing directly. When people do reach out to you, when people are putting up their hand to say, hey, can you tell me more? I want to potentially work with you. What are you doing? Are you being like the car garages that I've been experiencing the feeling that they're not really interested, that they're basically lost that loyalty that they had from me as a previous customer as well, potentially. So what are some of the things that you can do, the small things that really can help you to just be who you are, but make sure that people really get to see that from a positive impression perspective as well. So I hope this episode has helped you and it's resonated in some way for you. As always, I love to hear from you. So please do drop me a message. Let me know what's come up for you, what insights, what actions that you'll take as a result of this episode. And I look forward to sharing even more with you over the coming weeks because there are a few changes that are happening here around the podcast as well. So I will definitely be filling in on that over the next episode or two. So keep your ears peeled and I look forward to sharing more when you tune back in. So until then, have an amazing and a magical day and week and make sure that you are focusing and basically looking at what impression are you leaving on others. Until next time, bye for now. Before you go, make sure that you've taken the free Get Out Your Way quiz. Because in less than two minutes, you'll get to see clearly what could be really holding you back from consistent results and growth in your business. You'll discover which of the three fundamental elements from the Rapid Transformation formula that you should really focus on immediately. Will it be your design, your mindset, or your strategies? I'll then send you some free resources and practical tips on how you can fine-tune, strengthen, or overhaul these elements based upon your personalized results. Simply go to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz to take the free Get Out Your Way quiz now.